Welcome to Network Marketing Success Secrets. I'm your host, Gloria McDonald. On this podcast, I'm going to share with you all of my best tools, tips, ideas, and techniques to help you get more leads, have a steady stream of highly qualified prospects coming in every single day, close more sales, and recruit more team members so that you can spend more time doing the things you love and less time doing the things you don't. I'm curious, let me ask you, how much could you really achieve and accomplish if you had a clear, simple, and proven roadmap to success and a mentor who knows how to guide you each step of the way? In this moment, you're standing on the threshold of an amazing life, and it's time for you to walk across that threshold to finally achieve your dreams with clarity and confidence, no matter how big your dreams may be. I know you can achieve these dreams because you are amazing, genius, and divine. Now let's get to the episode. Do you have a steady stream of prospects raising their hands, reaching out to you, and saying, yes, I'm interested in what you have to offer? Do you know exactly who your target market is, who your target audience is? If you are not over the moon excited about the people who are opening your emails, reading your articles, and listening to your videos, then stay with me here because I have some amazing tips and tools for you today on how to take your business to the next level. Warning, this is highly controversial. Big question for you guys. Have you been through one of those exercises maybe you've been following somebody and they want you to create an avatar have you been through one of those exercises where you've created an avatar of your ideal prospect i hope that you just answered that question with a big fat no and i'm going to tell you why in just a second but if you're a network marketer that has been through that exercise, um, they've probably included questions like, how old is your avatar? Are they single, married, divorced, widowed? Do they have children? If so, how many children do they have? And how old are those children? Um, what types of books do they read? What TV shows do they watch? What do they do in their spare time? I even just recently saw something from a quote-unquote big name, a big online marketer, and they were suggesting that for your ideal customer avatar, you even write down exactly what they look like, their height, their weight, the color of their hair, the color of their eyes. Like, what difference does that make? I mean, last time I checked, network marketers were all different shapes, sizes, colors, ethnicities, religions, you name it, and they live all over the world. If you've done one of those exercises where you've written out all that stuff about an avatar, do me a huge favor, take that piece of paper and just rip it up into lots of teeny tiny little pieces and throw it away. Because in my humble opinion, it is garbage. Now, let me tell you what I believe is super powerful and what you can do instead. First, let me share with you an example of something that happened just last night. I was on one of my weekly group calls, and if I had done this exercise of my ideal 
prospect or client avatar, my avatar would be someone named Sue. You're always supposed to name your avatar, right? So her name would be Sue. She's 57 years old. She's Caucasian. She's got two grown kids, a son who's, let's say, 28 and a daughter who's 26. Um, she lives in Kansas with Dorothy and Toto, right? As if. Um, and she's on her second marriage, blah, 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 blah. Out of the group, the amazing group of people I had on this call last night, there may have been one person on the call who was somewhere in that 57 range, 57-year-old range. And there were people of all different ethnicities and cultures from at least four different continents, all different age ranges from their 30s to their 80s were on the call. And there were men and women. According to this guru, who I just recently heard, their advice on avatars was that you should only be speaking to prospects who are already who have already identified themselves as your ideal avatar. Now, can you imagine my business if one out of all of those people who are paying clients, if I'd only marketed to one of those people, my business would be in the toilet. My business would be dead. It would be non-existent if I followed that advice. And the most active people on the call didn't fit any of my ideal client or prospect avatar. So here's what I believe you is super powerful and you can do instead. This is the four-step ideal customer and team member attraction formula. So note here that your ideal customer for your products and services is not the same as your ideal prospect as a team member in your network marketing business. They might be the same person, but the vast majority of times, they're two entirely different people. You need to be going through this exercise, both for ideal product buyers or service users and ideal team members or business builders. So step number one, define your specific target audience. You really want to ask yourself the question, who do you want to attract? Think about things like, I want to attract people who are committed to losing weight on a keto diet, if that's the type of product your uh, company has. Or I want to attract people who are committed to losing weight on a plant-based vegan diet. Or maybe you're thinking about business builders, team members, and you want to attract people who are serious about building a network marketing business. Or maybe you've got some kind of product and you want to target and attract people who are looking for healthy, holistic, anti-aging solutions. So first you want an overarching, very clear view of who it is that would want your product or service. Okay, that's step number one. Step number two is identify your prospect's pains. You wanna identify their pain points. So let's say, for example, your company has a product that helps mental clarity. So what would the prospective user or your ideal prospect for that product, what would they be experiencing? So maybe lapses in memory, brain fog, lack of mental clarity, write down a whole list of what your ideal prospect, the pains they would be experiencing, 
okay? Let's use another example. Let's say you're now targeting business builders, team members for your network marketing business. So what might be their pain points? Maybe lack of finances, wondering if they'll ever be able to retire, wondering how they'll ever send their kids off to college and be able to afford it. Um, maybe they're struggling under a mountain of debt or stuck in a job they can't stand. Maybe they're overworked and underpaid. Maybe they have no time to spend with their friends and family. Maybe they're sending their kids off to daycare and they'd love to be home with them. So identify and actually write down what are your prospect's pain points. That's step number two. Step number three is identify your prospect's goals or dreams. So what benefits does your prospect want to receive from using your product or being on your team? So let's say you've got an anti-aging skincare line. What are the benefits your prospect's looking for? Well, they might be looking for a reduction in fine lines and wrinkles, or maybe they're looking for smoother skin or brighter skin, or reduction in sun damage or age spots or firmer, tighter looking skin. So you again, you want to write down a list of all the potential benefits. This is not about the features of your product. It's not about any patented bloody bloody blah. But what are the benefits? that your prospect is looking for from using your product or service. And then, let's say you're targeting prospective team members for your business. What are your team members? What are your potential team members looking for? Maybe they're looking for financial freedom. Maybe they'd love to be able to work from home. Maybe they want an easy, duplicatable system. If you're following my system, then you're targeting network marketers. So what are the pain points of network marketers? You would have done that in step two. And now, what is it that they're looking for? So maybe they're looking for an easy, duplicatable system. Maybe they're looking to impact and change lives. And maybe they've been struggling in their existing opportunity. They don't have a system that brings in a steady stream of hot, highly qualified prospects. And if you're one of my members, you should know by now that you absolutely do. So maybe your prospects want to impact or change lives. Maybe they'd love to have time freedom. Maybe they want that steady stream of highly qualified prospects. Maybe they want to pay for their kids' college. Or maybe they want to be able to retire. So write down the list of things that are your prospects' dreams and goals. And then step four is to speak your prospect's language. Now, this is super important. We get so used to our own terminology, acronyms, things like that. Jargon, our jargon. So you really want to be able to speak your prospect's language. Make a list of the words and phrases that your prospect uses to describe their pains and their goals and dreams. Again, you want to be very aware of staying away from jargon and acronyms and things like that that you use but your prospect wouldn't use. So here's an example. If you're speaking with someone who's already in network marketing, then you could use MLM, right? That's an acronym for multi-level marketing. But if you're speaking to someone who's not in network marketing, you're not going to say MLM. But we get so used to our conversations that we end up using our own jargon, our own acronyms, our own terminology. So you want to be super careful about that. Here's another example. Network marketers tend to talk about prospects. Online marketers tend to talk about leads. 
So again, pay attention to who you're talking to and choose your words carefully. Another example, an online marketer would use the term lead magnet. Now you would never want to say lead magnet to a prospect. You'd want to talk about your free guide or your free gift. Another example, you want to use spellings and idioms as much as possible that the largest target market of yours would use. So for example, even though I live in Canada, and in Canada, Canadians spell the word favorite, F-A-V-O-U-R-I-T, but in the U.S., they don't put a U in. So even though I live in Canada, I spell favorite without the U because my largest target audience is in the U.S. So I use U.S. spellings. I use U.S. terminology. So the rule of thumb is you want to speak your prospect's language as much as possible if you want them to feel like they can relate to you, which, hello, that's super important. If your prospect doesn't feel that they can relate to you, they're not going to join you. They're not going to buy from you. So now that you've done all of that, you've identified the overarching statement of who your target audience is, you've identified their pains, you've identified their dreams, you've identified their phrases and words they use to describe their own situation. Now you have powerful tools in place to write amazing, eye-popping, attention-grabbing subject lines and headlines and calls to action in your emails, on your videos, in your posts, so that you literally are grabbing your prospect's attention. So important to hit your prospect's pain points, really talk about their pain. So I very often would say something in my lives or my emails about if you're struggling to find more prospects, if you're wondering where the money is ever going to come from at the end of the month to pay those bills, if you want to make an impact, you're looking for a reliable system that's duplicatable, an easy duplicatable system. All of those things are hitting my prospects, pain points, and touching on their dreams because my prospects are network marketers. And now that you've got all this, you can write those attention-grabbing subject lines. Now, if you want more details on exactly how to grab people's attention and get their eyes popping, then I want to invite you to grab a copy of my 30 Days to Writing Killer Emails, Articles, and Blogs. I made it super easy for you to really start to be able to write those kinds of headlines, subject lines, and create those kinds of posts that actually get your prospects' attention. Because let's face it, you have to stand out somehow or other in this massive sea of social media and email marketing. And you've got to do it by speaking your prospects' language. Take care, and I'll see you again soon.